0: Hi, I'm Matt Brown and welcome to Productive Conversations.
1: It's Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon, call Parnell just to see how he's doing. What up, Parns? You thinking what I'm thinking? Man, it's happening. Let's hit up Magnolia and back up some cupcakes. I love those cupcakes like McAdams loves Gosling. Baker's doesn't! I told you what I'm crazy about these cupcakes, cousin! West, the movie Upper West Side, dude! Yeah, let's hit up Yahoo Maps to I prefer yeah, MapQuest! Google Maps is the best! True Double true! 68th and <laughs> Broadway, step on it, sucker! What you want you do? to do? <laughs> <Chris? attack>. Motherfucker! <laughs> chronic! What Cool's Anarnia? Yes, that chronic! What Cool's Anarnia? We love that chronic! What Cool's Anarnia? Has that chronic! What Cool's Anarnia? What Stop at the deli. The theater's overpriced. Gotta pack it up nice. Don't want security to get suspicious. Mr. Big vibes and goes crazy delicious. Girl acting like she never seen a ten before. It's all about the Hamiltons, baby. it in the bag and I'm ghost like Swayze. Hamilton! <laughs> what friends of love started friends of Bruce Willis? We're staring at all when we scream, Matthew Brown. <laughs> We're about to get taken to a dream world of magic. What cools a Narnia? Yes, that chronic. What cools a Narnia? Love that chronic. What cools a Pass that chronic. What cools a Narnia? <laughs> Best ride ever!
0: Oh yes! Nice to have you with us! The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I am so happy you are here to join us, tuning in thanks to you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world, the fans of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing? It is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. Oh my goodness, this month has been flying by. What is on my mind before we get to our great guests? Well, first, just some reminders. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to leave a review as well. And also, check us out on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com and check out all our exclusive content regarding this show. Every single podcast is on there, all our videos featuring each podcast. We have other great things on the site, such as my blogs, you can check out my resume and all other great things regarding the Productive Conversations podcast. And what is one of those other great things featured? Well, that's none other than our merchandise store on Zazzle.com. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle.com as well for making it possible. Whether you want to go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise or check out the link in the episode description below, check a store out and see all the great things that we have to offer from the coolest apparel to the... Great stationary items we offer, office supplies, and a lot of other random miscellaneous items that are freaking awesome because they have the Productive Conversations logo on it. Don't forget to write the promo code at checkout as well. Every single item has a promo code, so just check out the individual promo code that is on our site and have fun with all the great things we have to offer regarding the Productive Conversations podcast. Oh, yes, baby. And also check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. And don't forget to check us out on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And check us out in the world of social media. Today's cold open not only featured the theme song from Jackass, but it also featured one of the most important videos and songs of my life. The SNL digital short, Lazy Sunday. When I saw and heard that in middle school, Seeing Andy Sandberg for the first time and being introduced to Saturday Night Live, my whole world changed for the better. And it's coming into a special moment in my SNL fandom because I will be going to see Saturday Night Live this Saturday with Maya Rudolph and Jack Harlow. And we're going to get more details into that on Monday, and I cannot wait to share with you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world, my experience being in the audience of Saturday Night Live. Other things on my mind, well, you know, I did a whole March Madness preview show a week ago. It is now the Sweet 16, so we've gone through the round of 32, we've gone through the round of 64, and well... As many people have said and reacted, this has been one weird tournament. Upsets on upsets. Big teams getting knocked out early. My Sweet 16 is not good. I picked six of the schools to make it to the Sweet 16. Less than half. Just about 30%. And that fucking blows. So, hopefully things can uh, come together again. Hopefully... Three of my final four teams are still in there and I hope that they can get in. Oklahoma State fucked that up. And I have lots of complaints, but just gonna let it go. Hopefully I can miraculously win my pool. But I think Kaz is gonna win it. He's been on this podcast before. You know, we we've been in a lot of leagues that I usually do, I usually am a commissioner of a fantasy football league that I have him in. And I'm usually in charge of a college basketball March Madness pool. And he always is either winning it or he is a runner-up, I swear. I don't know why I keep inviting him. I mean, he's the man, so we'll let it go with that. But damn, he keeps winning and keeps taking my money. But that is going to change real soon, especially if Fantasy Football has. We will see you in, shit, five months with that. So... Other things on my mind. The Yankee season opening days a week from today, and we're going to be talking about baseball a week from today. Uh, I'm lining up guests for a baseball preview show, but the Yankees are looking good uh, down in Tampa, and I think that. We're going far, baby. We're going real far. The New York Giants at free agency. Shouts to David Gettleman for really stepping up. Even if his job is on the line, he's going all in. Improving our secondary by adding Dory Jackson to the mix. Him and James Bradbury as our corners. Oh, who's going to stop us? Then you have Logan Ryan in the backfield as well. And we also have Jabril Preppers like that is dangerous. Our defensive backs are dangerous, my friends. Hell fucking yeah. We got Kyle Rudolph on the squad now. Played a long time with Minnesota. The guy barely drops the ball as a tight end, which was not the case for Evan Ingram. Fucking seven drops this past season, while Kyle Rudolph has had zero in the last two seasons. But And he can be a legit Great blocker as well. We can have those guys on each side of the line in the neutral zone. We are in a good spot. And then the big win of it all. Kenny Galladay, the number one wide receiver in the the free agency pool this season. And he is now coming to the New York football giants. And he could be the one, the great veteran, the man, the myth, the legend doing what he could do, and still making big moves in Detroit. He is now coming to the Meadowlands, and he's going to help Daniel Jones be a legit quarterback, being another great, legit threat. And I understand the injury concerns, but it's a whole new year. Things are changing. Vibes are up. And we can trust that he can make it through this season. So Kenny Galladay is now on the squad, and I think that is a huge step up from Golden Tate. And yeah, we have so much to be looking forward to this fall. When it comes to at least free agency, a lot of teams, at least in the NFC East division, declined. The Eagles lose Wentz. The Washington football team looks like they're going to start rebuilding. The Dallas Cowboys may be a team to look out for, but who knows if Dak Prescott will be the same quarterback. Now, he did get paid and paid mightily well, but will the Dallas Cowboys be a legit threat to the New York football Giants who just improved in all aspects, plus having Nate Soldier come back for the Giants. Maybe the line can be finally something to be glossed over, comfortable with, and excited for. They made strides towards the end of the season. Can we do it again this fall? We will check it out very, very soon. And don't forget the NFL draft is coming up in about a month's time, so... Oh, football is coming back before we know it, baby. In hockey, too, we got the Rangers holding their own. I mean, last week, they beat the Flyers by nine goals. Hallelujah to that. The Masters are a couple of weeks away. So much fun in the world of sports. Oscar season is upon us as well. I'm definitely going to go in with an Oscar show. But early favorites, I bet you Sound of Metal is going to be winning big during the Oscars, I think that's about a month away, yeah, Uh, I think it's a month from tomorrow actually, April 26th, so lots to look forward to, spring has sprung, more vaccines coming, can't wait to sign up in about a week and a half, and do my part in helping the pandemic end, and just being happy to live it up once again, so who do we have today on the Productive Conversations podcast? This, the first international Productive Conversations podcast did the recording with somebody living in the great country of Iceland. It is none other than my amazing friend from high school, Erin Kelly. Oh, what a sweet soul this girl is. She is so kind, she is so friendly, and she's very funny with lots of great things to say. So we reminisce about high school, we talk about WandaVision, we talked about why she went from the United States to Iceland, and it is a very good and inspiring reason. And we talk about her journey over there other great things regarding the country she lives in and when she might be coming back. And Another fun fact here is that I actually had to do this podcast remote and what happened was I had to drive my grandma to the eye doctor the day of this recording and I was not logistically able to go from the studio to my grandma's house in Port Chester in time. I mean I could have but my grandma's very proficient on her time. You, You know how uh people of a certain age are being persistent don't want to be late leaving a place 20 minutes early for a 5 minute drive which was no problem with me whatever made her comfortable it was my pleasure so i just did the show from her living room a place that i've spent a lot of christmas dinners and thanksgiving dinners and easter dinners at and a place i pretty much grew up in in her house in portchester so brought the podcast over there And we were able to pull this off. Another great classic episode happening right now, and let's get to it. Aaron Kelly, it's your turn. Let's start this show. exciting guests here today one of my great friends from high school someone who is so fascinating so kind and such a genuine human being So we record on this international woman's day she is an awesome woman for us all in this world but eric kelly welcome to the productive conversations podcast it is so great to see you how are you doing
2: hello hello i am doing wonderful how are you
0: Oh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. This is, I mean, we have so many firsts going on. First, my first, uh, as I mentioned before, my remote podcast, doing this from my grandma's house because I have to take the eye doctor. I'm reuniting with one of my great friends from high school. This is our first technical international podcast.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so honored.
0: (laughs) So we have a lot of good things going on. But how are we doing otherwise on this March day for you, Aaron?
2: I am. I'm doing just fine. It's it's a typical Monday. Nothing too special to report. But yeah, I, how are you doing this this evening for me? I guess it's afternoon for you, right? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. So we're recording this about two o'clock, two fifteen yeah. right now. So that's what about seven o'clock for you?
2: Oh, that's right. Did daylight savings happen yet?
0: This weekend no. it is happening. Up. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, then you'll go from five hours behind me to four hours, which is always
0: nice. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, that actually uh, changes like that. All right.
2: Yeah, yeah. because Icelanders don't do daylight savings, so Oh, okay. Sun changes so often here, it's like much harder to keep track of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, oh. so yeah.
0: We're just staying awesome either way.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: So, as I mentioned, Aaron, before we get to reminisce on the good times and talk about other things, as I mentioned, this is an international podcast. The reason why is because you live in the wonderful country of Iceland. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. I do live in Iceland.
0: <laughs> All right, Aaron. I know you get this question often, but I we as we get to know the awesome Aaron Kelly and learn about her endeavors in this world, it's okay if I add this to another person who asked you this, Aaron. Why did you move to Iceland?
2: Uh, Well, I have a very generic answer for that question. (laughs) Um, I am doing my master's here. That's initially why I decided to move here. I've gotten to a master's program here and uh, picked it out of the few that I had offered.
0: Look at that. Look at that. Um,
2: yeah, no, uh, honestly, like best decision of my life. It was, I got out of America at a very convenient time, I
3: feel. <laughs> I joke
2: about that a lot with, the, with my American friends. And family. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so I got into school here and it was actually like one of the cheaper options because uh, contrary to popular belief, like I don't live a very expensive life here in the expensive country of Iceland because... I live in a really small town of like 200 people and uh it's not like the same bougie Reykjavik expensiveness as people associate Iceland with. But but um but yeah, I mean I bought my house for like really cheap and I have a ridiculously nice view of the mountains and it's pretty much like really amazing. So look
0: at that. I love hearing that. That's amazing to hear. Congratulations yeah. on this. What um where exactly do you go to school?
2: Uh, I go I, to the, it's houseless at the Vestfjord, which is the University of the Westfjords in Icelandic. And uh, it's uh, a master's program on, my degree is in uh, resource management. So I'm doing ocean and coastal marine resource
3: management.
0: Oh, thank you so much for your part in helping our environment, getting cleaning it up and <laughs> helping it improve to make it better yeah. tomorrow. Yeah
2: that's it's it's very interesting but yeah
0: all right all right so do you have you learned the language of I, is it Icelandic is that it? have you been able to pick it up and
2: uh yeah so I I've just started really focusing on learning in the last few months I when the, I think the first I lived here for almost three years two and a half mm-hmm. years uh, and my first like year and a half of living here I wasn't in the mindset that I was going to stay and that I was going to like establish a life here. So it wasn't like a priority of mine because the school is taught in English. It's like an international program. So it's everything is in English for everybody's convenience. Um, Mm. And it wasn't a focus of mine for like half of my time here. So it's just recently become a venture of mine to learn it. And it's the first time that I'm learning a language like Outside of being in Spanish class in high school, where you Mm -hmm. have to move on to the next level, and like it's like on my own level, like I get to decide the pace that I want to learn at, I guess. But but yeah, and I uh, I work at a preschool, so it's kind of a fun way to learn the language. You're kind of like learning alongside the little kids there.
0: (laughs) How inspiring! How inspiring! Do you have a favorite word in Is Icelandic already?
2: Mm. well i have i have a phrase tattooed on me in icelandic uh it's out from med smyr which is icelandic for on with the butter uh but it's a metaphor for like back in the old days when they made a living turning butter all day long and yeah got really tired and your arms would hurt and you kind of stopped turning and and the your boss would be like on with the butter keep
3: going."
2: (laughs) so it's kind of like a, a an expression for like Keep going, never stop, and I kind of like that.
0: <laughs> that's some bars right there. I that's uh, a lot
2: of things are about butter here in Iceland. Like that's a theme.
0: <laughs> Talk about keep it moving. Look at that. <laughs> and you know what my favorite thing from Iceland is? What's that? I really like the band Sigur Rios.
2: Yeah,
0: Sigur Okay, sorry. Yeah. I knew I definitely was gonna botch it, but I don't care.
2: They oh, have some yeah. of the coolest instrumentals I've I ever heard. Who you were talking about? I used to. I think I used to pronounce it like that too. The Icelandic accent's like really strange and hard to get used to. So mm. funny how I've adjusted to it. But yeah, Sigur they are amazing.
0: Oh yes. I think that they've the coolest instrumentals. Are in so many. A lot of their songs are in awesome movies. Like. I, like uh, I just know what song called "Festival" from the movie "What Twenty Seven Hours There That's That's a Bop and I've got to definitely botch It's like Hippo Hippo. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so I could get this, so I could get this pronunciation right or attempt to. Is the song Hop Poppola"? Uh,
3: uh,
0: is this one? Uh, I gotta be careful. H O. Can you see that?
2: Popipoppa, I think.
0: Uh, I, mean. I, I don't think. know, it's just a beggar. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're, they have, they're really talented. My Look partner's that. actually, like, big in the music scene. That's my, <laughs> my plug for him there. He's, like, involved in the, the music industry of uh, Iceland is really something else. They're, like. Really? Just, yeah, there's just, like, really good talents. I don't know, it's a it's an interesting music scene because it's so small and everyone's doing different genres, but everyone supports everyone. And there's all these artists that are like kind of big, but not so big outside of Iceland. But when they get their chance to like tour elsewhere, it's, they're just super supportive of each other. And yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure before we know, we're going to be Bubby your partner's music all over. Right?
2: Yeah. I should.
0: <laughs> what is it? If we can look it up, where, where, we're where can we find them?
2: If it's editing, we can plug it, the song in now. It's uh his band is celebs, like celebs, celebrities. Okay, celebs. Uh C-E-L-E-B-S, yes. They're on Spotify. All and right. They have some music videos which are pretty amazing that I make some appearances in. And it's there's just it's just fun projects that we do with with the music that they make and and
0: yeah wow you're both really on your way to stardom i always knew there was going to be a way you'd be famous (laughs) you know
2: i've been thinking i should start like i feel like i could totally become like tiktok famous if i tried
3: oh i mean
2: those like oh this is me in my icelandic (laughs) (laughs)
3: life
2: mountains and my tea in the morning like like that, like Instagram influencer lifestyle mm-hmm. that I pretend to have, I could totally gain a follow in here, I think.
0: Why not? If, if Six 69 could be famous in this world, why can't you like that?
2: Very well put. That's a good question. But I don't think I could maintain the influencer persona. I think it's a bit exhausting and not, not my, uh, about my speed.
0: Mm. So yeah, you're more genuine. What you could be a more genuine person, show your actual talent, and yeah, um, you know, we all. I respect anyone who makes content creation, but you know, totally someone who just takes the extra step beyond uh, dancing to and lip it all the time. You mm-hmm. just just need to switch it up.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: You know, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You know one. Can I just ask before we move on, at this, when it. comes to Iceland. Just a few things like, you know, you're about to leave the airport. It's time you're about to make your big move. You don't know what's going on in this country at the time. Uh, everyone's head spinning and now you're literally escaping the madness to start a whole new chapter of your life. Could you talk to me about once you landed in Iceland is like, wow. I am not coming home tonight. Well, This is my new home. Can you walk me through those first days in Iceland?
2: I actually do remember it so clearly, I think because it was so like, oh shit kind of moments. Mm -hmm. But I remember, I mean, the first big thing was that when my flight landed in Iceland, I missed, there's only two flights a day that go out from Reykjavik to the area that I live in. Mm -hmm. There's a morning flight and like an afternoon evening flight and i had my ticket for the morning flight because my plane landed like just in time like just take the bus down and like get there and you'll be fine but obviously like traveling stuff happens and then you're always later and i missed the morning flight by like 10 minutes like Mm -hmm. literally 10 minutes it was awful and it's the kind of plane that you just jump on and fly like there's literally no security in this airport it's like a tiny icelandic like fly bus they call it
3: <laughs>
2: bus from like places. Place. yeah but uh, so yeah so i got stuck in this tiny airport because i had to change my flight to the evening flight and i had to literally wait like 12 hours no maybe like 10
3: something mm.
2: a lot and uh and then i just drank and watched breaking bad on my laptop and then i had a buzz and then got on the plane finally and then i landed and i Got to my apartment, and I was the first there of all my roommates were moving in, so it was just me alone there by myself. And I was sitting on my bed, just like, yeah, this is like, this is it now, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But and I had like a mild panic attack, but then it went away pretty quickly. And I, I think I've adjusted pretty well to the life here. It's quiet and and nice.
0: (laughs) I think so. I think so. And. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's it. I'm so happy to hear you found somebody um, in your life. You're striving with whether it's the, the music here or, you know, obviously just getting your degree and you're having a valuable degree that will generally help our environment out. So, and you bought a new house. You're a homeowner, which is just awesome to hear too.
2: 2020 was like not so bad for me considering.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay yeah so so do you think i know we, like this could be a loaded question that you know anything could change and we talked about it a little before but um before we recorded but do you think like i you've made Iceland your new home i mean obviously life could change and things could change but do you feel you see yourself at least long-term staying in iceland uh
3: long-term
2: short-term long-term like we do want to live in america at some point and mm-hmm. uh, my partner Kaylee, he's never even been to America, like ever in his life, which is oh. so funny. Because yeah, it just yeah. So I and I've been meaning to take him, but COVID is just been
3: right.
2: a struggle. We were gonna. It's actually like so such a story. Oh, wait, something just fell in my kitchen. Can I, just <laughs> what that was? Yeah. I think like might trying to eat my groceries.
0: No worries, Sig.
2: <laughs> you were saying. What was I saying?
0: Yes. so you were saying um, your partner hasn't been in America yet, you know, trying to get here, but obviously we're still recovering from COVID.
2: Yeah, so we actually booked a flight, like, March 21st of last year, like, a few days after it all blew up, and uh, it didn't get... It didn't get bad here, like, as soon as it got bad in in the States. So we, like, in Iceland, we weren't really even, like, thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But I kept seeing shit about it in America. And I was like, oh, I feel like our flight's going to get canceled. Like, this is going to be big. And everyone in Iceland was like, no, no, it'll be fine. Like, it's just the, don't worry about it. You'll go. And we had plans to surprise my parents. So my mom's birthday is March 19th. And my dad's birthday is April 2nd. So we were going to fly and, like, visit them and not tell them. Oh, and it was such a good plan, and we like made it. Like usually, surprises get ruined, and like something happens, or like Mm -hmm. we had it planned out so well, and we were so excited. And like days before the flight is when everything blew up, and like got canceled and everything. Like, and since then, we just haven't been able to go. But I think we're uh, planning to go in the end of the summer. We're thinking about yeah. I think that that'll be like past when people go nuts traveling. You know, I hope this summer mm-hmm. is a, the time where everyone can travel and then by the end of it, it's easier to get a flight.
0: So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Everyone, you know, as our home state, we're in Connecticut, as we're recording this, we're on schedule to have start. We're the, in the last age group, 18 to 20, 18 to 18 to 30, I think. And it's May 3rd. Yeah. Priority. Exactly. This is we're we're on after everybody is right. Like right now, um, it's it's people between the ages of fifty five to sixty four. Then you know the next generation in two weeks, and the next generation after that. So what's good about us, even though we're last, you know, we're at least in the the final stages of getting things handled together, and we could do it in May. So now that we have a third vaccine out more people are we are really pushing initiative to to have people vaccinated here in america especially in the east coast and we, yeah. and or i should say the northeast we're really making a good push and it's been really strict over here for the better but you know by time we get vaccinated in may and it takes a fish you're fully vaccinated after two weeks getting if you get the moderna or pfizer that's a two two shot you're official you're Fully vaccinated, and then Johnson Johnson, so the one shot. So, like, yeah, wrap the things up. By the time everyone's vaccinated, getting their rushes to fly, we'll have the big return of Eric Kelly. We'll show her partner all over this country. You could show him McDonald's. I don't know if you have McDonald's in
2: excellent but excited kind to of bring them to like Target and like- <laughs> Fridays. Oh no, they have T-shirt Fridays here. Like some other places.
0: Yeah, isn't that fascinating? How. uh now just a regular old target is just a regular target so but you're gonna have your partner and he's gonna see a whole new world exactly
2: he's asked me before like oh is it like so-and-so shop in Reykjavik this store (laughs) nothing compares it's nowhere near as big it doesn't offer as many things like he doesn't even he doesn't even know what he's in for
0: oh yes what's like the first like big you mentioned TGI Fridays. is there any other food places you really wanted to show you want to show him like a Shake Shack, a Stu Leonard's.
2: I want to bring him. They you really can't get proper Mexican food, like any kind of Latin American cuisine. Mm. They don't. They just don't do it right here because that population isn't really here. Yeah. Um, so I miss like tacos, like real tacos. There's one place in right that does good tacos, but they've been closed since COVID, so
3: mm.
2: I can't get proper tacos.
0: <laughs> well, you gotta bring it to Valencia show that, yes. and uh
2: shout out to valencia love that place.
0: absolutely it was a, it was a guy fieri's drives dives and diner
2: drives drives drive-ins and dives yes diner drive-ins and dives
0: triple d so he's in for wow. a treat and that's awesome to hear that's awesome to hear so aaron yes Like I said, you and I met in high school, the Great Norwalk High School. Oh, the the band. We were in the uh, music department together in the band.
2: Talking here about my marching band experiences, they find it so funny because it's such a cliche American, like. It's like, you know, they think of like American Pie and stuff when they think of high school marching band. And it's so funny that it was like such a huge part of my life.
3: Oh,
0: but yeah.
2: It was. It was so much fun. I loved marching band.
0: <laughs> definitely. It was uh, definitely a humbling experience and helped, especially but, the discipline stuff but it was really. Definitely.
2: And we really earned all the shit that we earned and got no recognition. Maybe not. Yeah. I won't say none, but like, not as much as sports teams never came in championships every year.
0: Almost exactly. There was a – marching band was – uh oh, it was tough. It's such a <laughs> – what?
2: No, controversial opinion time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I encourage it. Uh, and, um yeah, it's just such a specific audience, yet could just be so entertaining for so many people, too. I think that's it the one is. thing I, I noticed, like – people might have those cliches and like, obviously make fun of Archie Bear for various reasons, but anyone can be entertained by anything. And I think if anyone actually saw the band and, you know, my experience, you know, varied, but I love the people with it. And and, uh, that's, that's for sure. And like, when people actually saw us, they really were having a good time. And isn't that like what's most important at the end of the day?
2: Yes. And I had my ups and downs with it too. I quit my junior year. I wasn't in it. I didn't do that show that year.
0: Okay. Yeah, the uh World War II one.
2: Yeah, that one. I I was not for that. And I missed it like immediately. Even though I was also like enjoying my free time. I was mm-hmm. also like, damn, I'm missing out on like March event inside jokes and stuff.
3: <laughs>
2: it was like a like a it was a cute little community we had, I think, you know?
0: For sure, and I and like I said, the relationships most supported. He's what I still abide. We've had uh, people bef- were in the band before on the show. Where I've had smoke with Rob Duckie catching up. He's living in Kansas City right now. <laughs> Will Hester wow. Will still here? He's a father and uh, do it awesome charity uh, initiatives, and he's like he loves giving his controversial opinion out there. And he'll he'll say it himself, so you won't mind me saying that.
2: Ooh, right. I'll have to watch that podcast episode. I I missed it.
0: Oh, yes. It was a lot of fun. You know, I'm still close with Connor. So Mm it's Ryan Page also. And, uh, you know, see whoever went out there. And now now I have you here, too. So it's...
2: uh, Always great to catch up.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And the other thing we did... Uh, specifically, like you were definitely senior. Were you in the junior year for the paw print? Yeah, it was.
2: Junior yeah, you were. Junior. Yeah.
0: yeah, you and me yeah. were in. Because
2: we were on the editor team, senior year. You, yes, Nicole, and um, and Lauren. Yes, yes, Lauren. Yeah, and. And but we weren't junior year because we had to like earn that shit. So <laughs> yeah,
0: right. We, it, we were the squad back in the paw print days. Our yeah, journalism was class.
2: So great.
0: That was my favorite top thing I ever did was the Paw print. Because you know, I loved you know me, I love writing any time to express my sports opinions or my movie oh, yeah. opinions. That was my had, class.
2: Like really interesting articles. You were always like going above and beyond doing like you were one of the most hardworking, I would say, in that class. But I Thank was you. also like a bad student, but loved it at the same time. Like,
0: well, I liked your articles too, especially arts and entertainment ones. Oh yeah, I loved your pity articles. I yeah. it was it was funny because like when we were in the paper. If it oddly felt like a job, but in, not in like a job job, but I just like, I was, I loved, I just loved writing, still love to write. Do
2: you remember like the deadline nights where we would all like get pizza together and stay super late and make sure everything was like ready to go? And...
0: Oh, I lived for those nights. I lived yeah. for those. The, uh, they would call them late nights. And we can't forget our main man, Mr. Carl. <laughs> I,
2: I want to say hi. Like I, When I'm home, I don't know if school is in session, but like, I'm always like thinking about high school teachers that i'm like they were awesome and i totally want to like get in touch with them and robert carl is one of them
0: oh yes man what a legend (laughs) he really was and i love carl because he would let him he would when it was late night he'd take his tie off he would just like (laughs) he would just let it he would just pretty much talk what was going on in the school (laughs) let his true opinions out yeah
2: late night carl (laughs)
0: Late night Carl.
2: That was, he was so great. And like, I love that he, I hope he still is planning to like attempt to run for president. That's right. When we were there, he had the call 2024. Uh, Remember when we were students and thinking about how far away 2024 was? Oh my God. That's in three years. Like, what is going
0: on? That's going to be quick. Yeah, he should, he should. He he's got to team up with like AOC and um, they're gonna lead <laughs>
2: the change. Longer Bernie, I hope. Like the next Bernie. <laughs> I think he could pull that off. But I feel like maybe their ideals are not completely aligned. But still,
0: I've always you know when I was going through everything that is happening in the country, especially during the Trump administration, I always thought, man, what does Carl think? Because he was very uh, politically minded and savvy. <laughs>
2: I should have read the paw print during the Trump era. I would I would love to see what like high school students had to say about it.
0: Oh me too. Yeah, it really was a reflective time. That that must have been I'm just something so else. Glad
2: that that's over now.
0: Yes, very really? much so. It's it's um was a happy with previous administration, very happy with what we got now, you know we still have oh, he,
3: still.
0: exactly you know he's all but uh, biden biden's only been in the office not even a month he uh he's only been four weeks will be a month oh yeah it is a month sorry i thought i was reading the calendar wrong so yeah just a little bit over a month and a half and there's still ways to go but um i'm excited for what we have especially with the warm weather especially with the vaccine push movement um and yeah, like he says, hasn't had it hit us hundred days, but uh, I'm opt- I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic for the future.
2: Yes, I, I agree. I am glad that we don't have the uh, the dictator, the giant orange dictator in office.
0: Yes, Agent Orange.
2: Yeah, it was a great day when that when that uh, when that ship sank. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. You know, the day and it happened here, it was, it took four days for the election results to become official, but it was such a beautifully sunny, warm fall. Well, not warm, but it was a chill fall day. And it was just, it was just uh, glad for something new to change. It showed that like we really could make a change if we want it. Yeah. And I think that was the most encouraging part.
2: Yes. I actually, my mom was visiting me here while the election was happening and we were quarantining together, watching <clears> it.
0: <throat> look at that
2: such a, a beautiful mother-daughter moment we were like just stay drunk like yeah,
0: <laughs> what a beautiful so, time it truly was but yeah so, so yeah it's just uh it's now on oh, to the next and it just i'm just so excited for vaccine i've never been more excited to take a shot uh, uh if that i don't know if that's where are saying it but i i am i
3: yes i, can I just
0: i just want to uh you know doesn't want to be nervous walking out going to the grocery store anymore in the back of my head so
2: i know it's crazy i mean here i'm i'm lucky because here in iceland we are actually like almost getting over it but we just recently had a bit of a uh crisis the like we haven't had like a new case in i want to say maybe almost a month like at least a few weeks and then randomly out of nowhere, someone tested positive for the British strain that started. To, to hear elsewhere. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, and like, it's the new strain that's like happening elsewhere that hadn't hit here yet. And now there's someone with it. And I don't know, but we're, we're doing well. Like people here don't like argue about wearing masks and stuff. They just mm-hmm. do it. And, like know that it's their civil duty. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. I just you you would think that I don't know where this and your life will be saved. You think that'd be enough of an argument, and you know respecting the other people around you. But it's been it's been a time here, and as you know, but at least like I said, the more of the push in the vaccine, especially now that we are. Like many weeks since the first, uh, the first people were getting it. No one's, no reports of someone growing a third arm or, God forbid, getting sick. So,
2: it's, it's. Uh, I think it's advancing faster than I imagined. This solution.
0: Absolutely. You know, I just figured. I get it. It was fast. I understand that vaccines are. Not everybody is for them, whether it's for religious reasons, whether it's political, and whatever. But you just think in this very unique, rare, once-in-a-lifetime situation of a pandemic, you just think, if, yeah, if you have the smartest people in the world coming together, they could pull out this miracle off. And I think not only in this country, but we've seen them in other countries. And you explained yourself as um, uh, almost there for your, your beautiful country of Iceland. And you just, I just think it's it's time. Ty- it's proving that when push comes to shove that we really can't come together and science can come together to overcome this
2: yeah I think it just depends on the community banding together in in all levels like political and in your own local community and things like that and I think it's easier for Iceland to have that because there's only uh, what 300,000 people 350,000 wow yes uh, so it's easier for them to band together on things than it is for the whole country of America. So they have that going for them, but uh, yeah, it's, it's much calmer politically here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I can't wait to have those more calmer days, even though there are a long ways to go, but I think okay. now, now we, at least with our generation and the generation under us being more informed, being more woke, see, Understanding why we can't repeat the latest history, I think. Though obviously, we'll always have conflict. And sometimes conflict is good because it helps us figure things out. But at least we could have more of an understanding and a patience. Maybe I'm too naive to think that, but I really think with the education part,
2: positive and and have that mindset. That's a that's a good thing on you, I think.
0: Oh, well, thank you. You know, somebody's got to have it. So no problem. We have it. And, uh, we're going to make it, Aaron. We're going to make it. And when you show your part,
2: I hope not many more lives are lost from it, but just looks like
3: that's what's happening, but I don't want to be like
0: negative. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's been a tough time for lots of families and, uh, we, do we really feel for them? I think this really taught me for the rest of my life how precious life really is. Absolutely. Like, like I've I'm when I get that vaccine, and I hope I get that, nothing goes in the way of it. It's going to be such a, wow, I really made it. It's sad it's that 500,000 people didn't make this day. And we all know someone has been affected by it. But at least now I have to do my part, paying it forward. I got this chance and I can't mess it up and I have and I've, you know, just doing my best as many as long as I can tip more, you know, as long as I can, you know, create a show like this for other people to have comfort and be productive and be inspired. And it's
2: great that you're doing this. I mean, you're connecting with so many different people, it seems. I mean, having such productive conversations.
0: Nothing but <laughs> it's we're we're staying loyal with the hashtag. But, yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been uh, very fortunate to have that opportunity to talk with so many people so many very diverse, a naturally diverse group to just talk about the various things of life of being different. And I'm so really glad that you're part of this catalog with it. And um, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And feel free with your, I'm definitely with, with your partners, uh, podcast, two fellow podcasters are always supporting each other. He's got my support and, um, yeah. yeah, we'll
2: have to like, drop like link in bio This his podcast. Oh, here.
0: please do. Yeah. And I'm, if he wants a collaboration, I'm always open for it. We see it's totally possible. <laughs> yeah, they would,
2: they
0: would love that. It's, yeah. All right. You guys are awesome. <laughs> We're all winning here. So thank you. So, Aaron, tell me about, besides. Your family and friends, which, you know, I know you have plenty of them. And But what are some of the things you do miss in this country that you haven't mentioned already? Mm-hmm. Besides your family and friends, of course. And we have lots of love to them, too, especially. Course,
2: but, but besides that, honestly, the biggest thing is food. Like, I'm such a foodie, and I miss having, like, a hundred different restaurants to choose from even though I guess that's not realistic in COVID days anyway, but it is a little bit just having access to that because the food is very, uh, never changing here. And it's just, it's yeah. several and that's it. And then, yeah.
0: When you left to really Doordash dash at Uber eats, like make that major push and stuff like, like you, you got enough of, were you able to get enough of the, uh, door at Uber eats? Like, wait,
3: yeah.
2: Actually, it's funny, like I talked to my friend about this a lot. Cause she has all of these apps and I feel like they became big, like right when I moved away. So
3: they
2: don't, they don't have that here, like any of them, maybe in Reiki they do, but uh, not that I know of. And uh, so I'm like so behind the time. And my friend <laughs> is like, oh, I, I door dashed or oh, another one. I don't remember the name of it. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Grandma, she's like, "You know the app," and it's like, uh, I sometimes I'm like behind on the times here." It's it's kind of funny, but uh, but yeah, I I used to use DoorDash a lot. I miss it though. Oh,
0: you are in a great treat now once you come back, and you have to, and This is your way to show you you're part of all the great food we have to offer.
2: I don't think he's aware of this concept of like just being able to lay on the couch and like tap on your phone and then have food show up at your door, like a few minutes later.
0: And you could, and you could go crazy. You could have these exotic orders now without being judged.
2: Exactly. And this is the, this is the culture that I missed out on. Like I was around for the beginning of like DoorDash and, and, uh, what's the other one? one? Uber Eats and, but anyway, and now there's the services that are like will literally go anywhere for you. Like I only oh, yeah. remember the ones that was just from restaurants. But now there's this like just we'll run errands for you in general. And I yeah, I never experienced those apps. Like I'm missing out on that. And it sounds really nice. <laughs>
0: Do you remember Instacart?
2: Yeah, that's the one that I didn't know that my friend was talking about. Oh, and I mean, didn't know what
0: it was. <laughs> you could have your
2: groceries delivered in full yeah. now. I mean, I I guess they must have just gotten way bigger because of COVID. Like everyone's doing that. Oh day. yeah, big so, move
0: for that, and especially when people yeah. lost their jobs, became dashers, getting tips and having fun
2: like that. But I've always wanted to be a food delivery person. I feel like it'd be fun, like easy job to have.
0: Oh yeah, you could do it on the sides, and yeah. They, they you could do it a lot of people do it as a side hustle if you get to generous people you'll give you really good tips it's a it's
2: a wave it really is sometimes i think i should start that service here like in the, <laughs> up in the west yards just be like i'll be the one to drive everyone to the grocery store when we need to go just everyone pay me and it makes some solid money on that
0: oh yeah hey it's never too late yeah, it's true. You got my support with it. What other, app, what other apps have, uh, obviously TikTok, you, you mentioned it before it's really blown up as a, the next edition with uh, Insta and Facebook and stuff. So.
2: I don't use, I, I browse through TikTok. My partner's little brother is like a big TikTok. He's like 11 years old. So he's like trying to be TikTok famous like every 11 year old is. And, uh, So he's always showing me TikToks, but I don't do them because I don't know how I have no clue. They look, I haven't put in a lot of effort to figure it out, but it looks a little convoluted and I can't be bothered to like sit down down and try and make like a good movie, but I need to learn if I want to become a famous influencer,
3: like I would say.
0: Oh yeah. You know, you could just, it's pretty much vine, but a little extra.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just need to get used to it. I guess I need to put in the effort.
0: Well, like I said, you definitely can. We have a famous dude with sign, a famous influencer who just pulls the sign and has 15 million followers. So you could do that, too.
2: No, I would love to go viral for something easy like
0: that. Oh, we're trying every day. (laughs) And what was it? What other things that... um, if you have if, there's this app called Clubhouse that's about to be hitting soon. It's I like it's like I, the best way I can explain it is like your own personal press conference. Like you could go in there and people can listen to you talk, they can talk with you. It's almost like kind of like adding podcasting and Twitter, kind of mixing together like a live in a
2: way. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What is it called?
0: It's called Clubhouse. They're in a the beta mode now. And uh, that might be something that we're all being obsessed over.
2: I mean, we are entering the era of like digital hanging out like we are right now.
0: Oh, yes, for sure. And, uh, you know,
2: your house and doing everything virtually. That might as well be the next big thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And crypt- I'm sure you've heard about cryptocurrency to go crazy um more people more states are legalizing weed we've got new jersey our closest one
2: uh-huh just connecticut just has to get there
0: oh i think they will there's a lot of money needing to be made up and
2: and everyone so. just drives to massachusetts anyway to get it so they might literally
0: and, it. and now you, it was it became official march 1st New Jersey and dispensaries are popping up and now you can just go south now. So you're literally in between the two
2: states. What do you do in Connecticut? Get your shit together.
0: Yes, Governor Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
2: Out.
0: Yeah, and then also, you know, this everyone's been streaming more. You know, with mm-hmm. Rise HBO Maxes and Net- yeah. Netflix now has every everyone's competition with Netflix. <laughs>
2: Disney Plus. I'm loving Disney Plus. WandaVision. Are you watching WandaVision? Yeah.
0: You know, it sucks. I haven't watched an episode yet.
2: Oh, my God. Matt Brown. Get on it. It's so good. And I haven't even watched. I don't care for like Marvel superhero stuff, even though I'm just now figuring out how good it is because. Oh, of- yeah. Has made me want to watch the rest of it, and I'm like, "Wow, where is this been all my life?" <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, highly recommended.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so on that. Uh, I've heard how much of a loser I have been missing out, but I will reverse that loserness. Plus, <laughs> and it's my it's up my alley. I really like Elizabeth Olsen, and I think she's a major talent. So, and now I can binge it all since I know the series it did so yeah and uh, I haven't
2: seen the last episode yet i that's what i need to do i'm gonna do that like right after this conversation i think it's
0: really all good. right
3: do
0: i think i <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start it i will i will you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start watching it this week because i have a all my podcasts are in the afternoon this week so i have some time at night and um I might even do a review podcast of that show because I've been so into that. So
2: I feel like that's it's exactly the type of thing that I would love a Matt Brown review from. Oh yes. Well, say less. Writing. I'm holding you to it.
0: But feel free. Please, please do. I need to I need to represent my film nerdiness. So I will be watching.
2: Excellent. And then we can chat about it afterwards.
0: Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm trying to, and you know, I, all my move, all my Instagram, I, I took out like all the negative Instagram stuff and Twitter. And I only follow like the, like the, all my movie channels, the friends I respect and love and like, and uh, sports and stuff. And everything on my movie page, it's all WandaVision, 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 WandaVision.
2: It's really blown up. It, people weren't talking about it at first, but I've been watching it since it first came out. And, but because it takes a little while for it to, it's one of those things that you have to watch to like see uh, episode three or four and then mm-hmm. be like, OK, yeah, I'm but it really takes a long time to lure you in. But for good reason.
0: Oh, I, I love me a slow burn as long as it's epic.
2: Yes, it is. It's fantastic. Right.
0: But I will be watching it very soon. I will have that podcast and I will reach out to you so we can geek out on it.
2: Sounds good. Looking forward to it.
0: So, and you know what's another thing that I actually watched in the quarantine that took me well to the quarantine to watch? <laughs> I, I watched Breaking Bad, which you mentioned, for the first time.
2: So good. It's I one
0: of mean, my favorite shows. All the emotional feelings you get after it's the fact.
2: How well written that show is. Like,
0: you know, <laughs> I actually watched it in a week. I literally, it was, I had the type, it was like, Monday was season one, then by Sunday it was on season seven, Yeah. and uh, I just, I I I couldn't get when it
2: When it first came out, I watched it, it was like the first, no, I watched it when I was like freshman year in college, and then I binged it and was obsessed, and then I remember me and my brother going home for Christmas break from college, Mm -hmm. and we watched it with our parents, and for like literally one week. We all just watched Breaking Bad, like same thing. We just binged it in a week. We couldn't stop watching it, and it was my second time, and it was still so good. I watched it like four times in total.
3: Oh, I'm
0: I'm. I have to add on to that, and you know, it's a. It really. Again, I know the show could get violent at times, but it really is. Someone can get everyone out of it as long as you're the age and like you. You just witness this guy Walter White literally Breaking Bad. You see him turn to the dark side, mm-hmm. but oddly still the being. The
2: psychology and the metaphors and just the fun. Like Vince Gilligan is brilliant, and the whole crew. And oh, don't get me it because now I'm going to start watching again. <laughs> I don't. am not watching anything right now besides *WandaVision*, and that's ending. So maybe I'll binge *Breaking Bad*
0: oh you know what's also great that vince gilligan he made like film analysis and film and like actually walking it to a whole other level that makes you know film analysis a cool thing that everyone can connect with so that's why we have a special place in our heart for him
2: i think it was such a groundbreaking tv show and a lot of it was because of him and oh yes like did so much for tv we were actually just talking about this yesterday like how we were talking about Lost, the TV show. Remember <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, I remember you were a big Lost fan. Yes, I loved Lost, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. Like, it ends so badly, but, uh. like, I mean, like, I feel like nine times out of ten people have that opinion, and they're right. Like, it, the writers just, like, spiraled, and it got so bad. The beginning was so good, and it was, like, the first TV show that was so much like that. And, and then Breaking Bad was afterwards, and I feel like there was that... Era of TV that we're like uh, enjoying.
0: Yes, and I think it shows the difference. Like I know the they had to here to like network standards, be on ABC, but AMC you have more patience and more of a budget to do that stuff. I mean, it just shows everything really has to come together with your talent to make it epic. And we're gonna do spoiler alerts for Breaking Bad ending, so if you want to skip skip a few minutes and the the like you said. Out. Uh, literally the show has been off for 10 years. So what's <laughs> taking so long? And so, yeah, like you said, the finale is the perfect.
2: It's yeah. Perfect rough. finale. Honestly, yeah. Like everything finishes the way it should. He dies. Like he's a horrible person, but he's such a good, horrible person. He's like a brilliant character. He's so bad that he's so good yeah. at being bad. And I'm just like, it blows my mind. And of course, he's the anti-hero. He's yeah. And and of course he saves Jesse, which like I'm glad that ended that way. Oh yes. he like, was oh, gonna go another way. Like he wasn't planning on saving him. And then yes. he found him like locked up by the gang. And before he killed the whole gang, he's like, I gotta free Jesse. And he just like drove off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. That, I remember I literally
0: jumped out of my seat like pissed over the air. Like that could not have been more epic. But
2: it's you know awful. what? Like I didn't really like El Camino, I will say. Yeah. Kind of disappointed because I feel like they just ended it so perfectly and they didn't have to so it's like leave it alone, you know. But, exactly.
0: Use that as a fan fiction. <laughs> Pretend yeah. it's a fan yeah. fiction. It was good. Did. Like it,
2: it wasn't completely horrible, but I just think it wasn't necessary and it didn't yeah. like me. And but it wasn't bad. I don't know. It's still so good, all of that casting film. so shout-out.
0: Breaking Bad. <laughs> Brian Crates is the man from Je- uh, Aaron Paul. That whole cast. It's like, yes. thanks for the memories and just all those great villains. You're not as good as your villain. I really believe that. Yeah. And every single, oh. whether it's Gus or this, like you said, the white supremacy gang, and yeah,
2: it was um, so scary and it was so good at being so scary. <sighs>
0: you ever, like, you know that scene?
2: So
0: bad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That scene. You know, it's tough. But, yeah, it's so well written when Hank dies. The episode before, they had the epic shootout. Yeah. But they they hop, they close it right there. It's like, man, if you were watching at the time, you had to wait a whole week to see what happened. I
2: know, right? Like, <laughs> feeling the same when, when Hank figures out that it's Walter White when he's reading the book while he's taking yeah. it off. Like, <laughs> what a hook. They're such, uh I know. And the, him dying was, like, the worst part of the show, like, but it had to happen. There had to be, like...
0: Yeah, there's, there's a consequence of his action.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's so horrible. But, like, it had to end horribly. Otherwise, it wouldn't be
0: a good ending. Which sounds yeah.
2: so, so true.
0: And that's why, you see, Jesse getting his revenge one more time. Just just destroying... Just how Walt eliminates the gang once and for all. Just that epic. Out of nowhere, no one saw that coming. When you, yeah. you rewatch it now, you can see it was a huge... You can see yeah. him throughout the entire season... The little yeah. the flashbacks getting the whether are buying the mount or you know the birthday with the eggs. And it it all flows ride. together perfectly and uh yeah it's it's just a great ride worth watching.
2: It really is. Highly recommend
0: it. And do you watch Big Better Call Saul though?
2: I never got into Better Call Saul. Oh, Aaron. Second chance because I like he was one of the best characters.
0: It's all good, man. Yeah, yeah, Bob Oda Kirk is incredible. Aaron, let me tell you, Oh, wow. like you said, you're, you need to binge a new show. Before you give Breaking Bad a second, uh, another chance, which I still encourage because it's an epic show. But Better Call Saul is so, it makes you just, everything they took, the pretty much the show is just as good. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's just as good as okay. Breaking Bad if you ask that.
2: Is it over? Like, did they have a finale and like wrap it up?
0: No, this is the last season is this fall. It looks like oh, as of now. So that's why it's a perfect it's a perfect time. way to make it. I love the show so much is when the new season comes out is I'm going to do a every Monday I'm going to do a re- recap uh, oh, every week. Like the way it's all flowing together, like talk about insane endings and great cliffhangers. You have to watch those the first four our uh, season on Netflix. I genuinely think it's worth buying the fifth season on Amazon and then by time the fall comes it looks like it looks like they're gonna have the new season in the fall for 14 final episodes I just it's just insane
2: all right great explaining I will definitely give it a watch and
0: you know it does still have its like violent cartel elements but
2: well it has to
0: they add so much more emotions and it's really focused on the acting and just so many new characters thrown in. And it's a prequel, so it's all leading up to how um, Saul met Jesse and Walt. And then you'll see so many Easter eggs and flashbacks from that series that make sense. Like, oh, so Saul's this way because of
2: mm-hmm. this
0: episode of Breaking Bad is because of this. what happened here in Better Call Saul. It's really yeah. great in that sense.
2: I like that. I like what shows are sneaky like that and you have those oh moments so looking forward to it I'll, I'll definitely it
0: a watch like you said I'll watch Wild Division as long as you watch Better Call Saul I mean I still All watch right. it anyways but
2: WandaVision is a much easier commitment but <laughs> but we'll both yeah yes we have to get some recommendations
0: exactly so we could compare our notes for sure so I think you're really into it totally and so, Aaron what yeah. um and you know, talk about the binging. What you put up to Iceland, all the food you miss, and what you're gonna do once you return. So we've been really, really making these strides here. And just there's one more thing I want to do with you before we uh, wrap things up. It's called the Proust questionnaire. It's Ooh, the final 10 questions, they're not rapid fire, but um good
2: because my heart already started heart rates. <laughs> started <increasing. laughs> okay, I'll answer questions. Yes. Yes, they're mad chill. So they're <laughs> short, deep, but great
0: questions. And I would just love to hear, excuse me. I would just love to hear what do you have to say for these questions. So Aaron, are you ready for the past questionnaire? I am ready. All right. So with that, my first question to you, Aaron, is what's your favorite word?
3: Ooh.
2: That's hard. Because now I have, like, favorite words in Icelandic, too. But I told you one of them. I can tell you another one. Uh, Please do. So they have a word. Well, it's two words. Uh, It's nanyaki, which is the feeling of, like, when you just can't be bothered to do something. Like, you're like, eh, nanyaki. But it's interesting because, like, ekki translates to not but nenni doesn't have any other meaning except for this specific phrase. So it Mm -hmm. like doesn't actually translate to English. (laughs) And it also mean more than just like, oh, I don't want to. It's, it has a very deep, like, I don't want to, but I will do it in the near future. Don't worry about it right now. Kind of vibe. It's very specific. And it's just a really specific word that describes a really specific situation, but I very much like it.
0: (laughs) All right. I will. I, I love the extra exotic words. I really do. <laughs> I always learn new questions from that. My second question, or I knew, I'll always learn new things from that. And um, with the next thing I'd like to ask is, what's your least favorite word? Really? Really?
2: because I feel like there's much better words you can use to describe something than like,
0: that's really cool. Oh yeah. That's extraordinarily cool. That's extremely cool. That's epically cool.
2: It really is like overused and has (coughs) a gross pronunciation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) So this question, Aaron. this is not, a sexual question, though some people have answered it that way. But this is more of a life question. But what okay. turns you on in this world?
3: Oh. Hmm.
2: Humor. All right. Like in a sexual sense and in a non-sexual sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Any way to spice things
2: up in this world? Yes. It's it's important to find the humor in everything. And when people are like that, it's very... Attractive.
0: Especially nowadays.
2: Exactly.
0: There's
2: <laughs> not much to find humor in nowadays.
0: <laughs> what turns you off in this world?
2: Hmm. People who are too full of themselves. Amen. have no regard for other people.
3: They yeah, don't well. bother
2: like, looking outside their own little world. I Sometimes I get all worldly, like, oh, yes, I live in Iceland now. I'm well-traveled and worldly advice. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but, yes, I would say that.
0: Well, we appreciate you not turning into one of those people.
2: Yeah, you too. You never had the, the risk of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine, of a person.
0: Uh, that really does mean a lot. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, just just trying to make this world a better place as best as I can.
2: One step at
0: a time. Indeed, indeed. What sound or noise do you love?
2: <clears throat> uh, ocean
3: waves. That's really oh yeah, that's true.
0: I gotta say, they really cleaned up uh, calf pasture even more since you've been gone. Oh, that's great! Like it's a hangout spot.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to go back to a warm beach when I go to America. Like, there's beaches all over here, but it's always just old isolated beach, so. Oh, always- yeah. Especially. But I remember, like go swimming in the ocean because they're like hardcore, like Viking, Viking blood. They can handle it. <laughs> just jump off the dock and like have a swim in the afternoon in the ocean. Like, it's really cold water.
0: It really is <laughs> yeah. always a polar plunge, huh?
2: Yes, it's but they are used to it. But mm. also, hot tubs are a really big thing here. Like, the swimming culture is very big in general. Not to go oh, okay. It, but, I've, yeah, it's a nice nice thing. We're going to get a hot tub in our house. Oh,
0: oh I'm so jealous. You're yeah. probably never leaving it, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, we're going to build, like, a little, like, sunroom, looking out on the mountains and put a hot tub in it.
0: And then it'll like, turn into a time machine.
2: If you, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> If you had a view like mine, you would want a hot tub looking out on it. So I'm living the dream.
0: Hey, I always encourage, I encourage living it up in this life.
2: Absolutely. What's the next question? Sorry, I talked about swimming.
0: Oh, no, I encourage, I like I said, we, this is for everything. This is what, this is, uh, you can talk about anything on here. So uh, now I have to get that top, that hot tub. I keep that in the back of my head when it's time to get one.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I haven't been one forever. So,
2: well, you'll always have a place to come visit. If you want to come to and you can come on my hot tub.
0: Oh, please. Oh, I will take you up on that. Honestly, and then we could all do. And then, uh, then me and your partner could collab on a podcast as well. It
2: would be awesome. It'd be a great time. You've a lot of cool time.
0: Yes. Yes. Do you guys have like, like what are just this rate of questions? Like, the drinks, do you have like Icelandic whiskey or do you have something that maybe we've not have have,
2: heard of? They have Brennivan is like the national Icelandic drink. It's like a type of vodka, but it's not vodka. And you drink it and then uh, you're supposed to eat the fermented shark after you take a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's horrible. But like that's that's their thing.
0: That's like when you drink tequila and you have that worm. Yeah. larva.
2: Yeah, it's very similar to that. Just gross.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if it gives me good luck.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's some many food I've gotten into, but I just don't enjoy the fermented seafood stuff. Like, yeah. It's not, not for me.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But my next question is, what sound or noise do you hate? Hmm.
2: Mm, I hate... When I'm trying to sleep at night and my shower drips, <laughs> because it happens a lot. I know that. the pain of my existence. Ugh. But we actually just fixed it now that I'm thinking about it. But when you asked that question, that was literally the first thing that came to mind was that awful dripping sound while I'm trying to sleep.
0: Hey, now you don't have a thing to be a sound you hate anymore.
2: And it's horrible because all it took to fix was just like taking a wrench and just like tightening a little bit. Mm-hmm. We just didn't do it for like weeks at a time, and we didn't realize it was very easy to fix. It.
0: All about that adulting.
3: Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. a,
2: lot, a lot of stuff like that. Living in a house that you just bought, yeah. there's a lot more things to come around here. <laughs> What's
0: is your favorite curse word, whether in Icelandic or English? But what is your favorite curse word?
2: They don't really have curse words. They, have, they say shit and fuck and, like, all the English curse words. The they
0: regular have, curse words?
2: Yeah, they have <laughs> some slang words, but they say, like, fuck when they say that. <laughs> That's the accent that they have. It's oh. oh. great. <laughs> but oh. uh, I think fuck is my favorite. I, I really enjoy I enjoy a good fuck, if, if you will.
0: <laughs> Doesn't everybody. <laughs> it's, like,
2: a perfect word for anything. So I mean, how can it not be your favorite first word?
0: Yeah. In English, they should just have a section like
2: wherever the fuck you want in any fucking sentence.
0: Just remember remember Carl's quote of the days? He just needs to put that word fuck in there.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
2: I don't know. That's a hard question because I'm like between careers right now
3: okay
2: mm-hmm. i i don't really know what i would qualify as being like i'm technically a preschool teacher right now but it's not a permanent thing so i'm just thinking about what job i would want in general
0: yeah is there any like exotic jobs whether a professional skydiver or a yes, you know. uh,
2: i think about this all the time but now that i'm on the spot like nothing cool is coming to mind mm-hmm. but like give me a second let me just get there <laughs>
0: you got this, you got this.
2: I used to just want to travel all the time. Like, that's why I first moved to Iceland. Is because
3: mm-hmm.
2: It was like my first step in being, like, a traveler. Yeah. And I uh, fell in love, and then a pandemic hit. So, like, two of those hmm. things hindered my solo around the world experiences. And now well, I'm partner to go around the world. With, and it's, oh, yeah. Happened, but... I'll have some sort of job that I just get paid no matter what to travel, regardless of what it is. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll say a travel host. Yeah. We'll you
2: say a, whoever travels.
0: You and your partner have a show on Netflix. You like Anthony Bourdain going around bouncing?
2: Yeah. Yes, we can make that happen.
0: All right. Let me know if you need a producer.
3: Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What profession would you not like to do?
2: I wouldn't want to be famous in any anyway. I know. That's
3: we're
2: so <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> in real life, like if I had like a job where a lot of people knew me and my opinions mattered a straight deal, like, I don't know. I couldn't handle that. All right. That, that was poorly restored. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you want to be more
0: like you don't need to have you don't need to be Ariana Grande famous. You want to be like
2: Yeah, I don't want people all up in my business all the time.
0: Yeah, you want to you want to have just so, like respect. You want to be respected famous, yeah. if that makes sense. You're like Speaking of environmentalists, you'd be like Leo, like, you know, he keeps to himself. Everybody loves, respect him. You know, people are excited to see him when he, when he, uh, shows up, but he's just more of doing his thing for the environment and acting roles. And he doesn't really need the Hollywood lifestyle like that. Yeah,
3: totally. I'm
0: just like Leo. Uh, obviously.
2: I
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And my final question before we say goodbye, Aaron, heaven exists. What would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: Please just remind me of the SNL skit. Yep. I didn't realize that this was the same set of questions, but like. Exactly.
0: You're the first one to, you Aaron, this is I'm 60 people. Friends. Yeah, you're 60. I've had 60 guests in. No one notice that. And I, even though I've literally said it, like this is from inside the actor studios. James Lipton, yeah. Will Ferrell did an impression.
2: James Lipton, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. And what is his response? He's like, "Hmm."
0: It's like if heaven exists, what would you like? It's. His, I remember one question he asked: If the moon was made of cheese, would you bake a bite in it? <laughs> <He's> like, hmm? <laughs> what do you think of the most important movie role of all time? so good but seriously though shouts to you Aaron! you're the first one to actually notice that remember it without me reminding them i'm so
2: oh sorry i'm coughing (laughs) you're good you're good i'm so proud of myself
0: (laughs) always a successful day (laughs) so excited i see (laughs) yes
2: indeed sorry excuse me i'm i'm back
0: (laughs) perfect but yeah, like I said, and in the words of James Lipton, yes. slash Will Farrell, slash me, what would you like to hear God say if you when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: Um. Well, i never thought I'd be asked this question. I'm so I don't even know because I don't believe in God, but like, I guess it would be nice if heaven did exist, and I was like, welcome to this like paradise. Yeah. It'd be nice if he was like, welcome, like all, emotionally, like in a movie or something. It would be exactly. There. Oh yes, I made it. I feel good, even though I was an atheist my whole life. It's
0: a good. <laughs> it's like remember when we went to see you, we, you, me, and Lauren once went to see uh, This Is the End. Do you remember yeah. that once together? Yeah, we saw in the theater. I don't and,
2: remember that? Oh my god.
0: And they ended. And it and they went to heaven and then they did a bet. Then they start singing
2: Backstreet's Back. All right. Yeah. Great moment. A classic.
0: That's how I always envision this question. Yeah. yeah. Just do a dance number after the fact.
2: That would be great. What would your dance number? What song would it be to?
0: Oh, I think about this oddly a lot. Cause I like seeing these flash mobs. I just think it's so cool. Yeah. When they get they There's randomly. so many
2: good anthems in the world. It's hard to to narrow down to one.
0: That is a great question. What would my flash mob song be? Hmm. In heaven. In heaven too, or I could have everybody good. Yeah. Everybody good. Yes. Hmm. Uh, I really like this question. Um. You can have it. Ask your ask your guests now. I would have to say Okay. I, I'm just going to look up. There's this one song go to your, your
2: Playlist. Like go to your playlist.
0: Yes. I have this my, I just call it the special playlist. Mm-hmm. It is every song I was in a phase for at the time. Hmm. All right. I'm going to give you three.
2: Okay. I'm ready.
0: I would have to say Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Because who doesn't like that song?
2: It's it's a great song.
0: Uh, My second one would be the Drake and Josh theme song.
2: Also a great song. (laughs) Good choice. I was such a Drake Bell fan when like Right when the show ended and he, like, tried out his music career, he released, like, one album with a song
3: yeah.
2: on Nickelodeon. And I, I like, I went out on it and bought it. Like, my mom bought it for me. And I was so excited. He's a, a- legit
0: Yeah, he's a legit good performer. I think he re- moved to Mexico and he's, like, being a big star over there.
2: Is he? I'm going to, like, put this in Spotify before I forget. Because I remembered this, like
0: specific drake song. Yeah, Drake Bell, the first Drake, the original Drake. <laughs> yeah, the OG Drake. And you know who taught Drake Bell how to play guitar? Maybe. Who? Roger Daltrey, the lead singer of The Who. He actually taught wow, him.
3: really?
0: I forgot how they they met. And uh, but um wow. yeah, he taught him. Like he got, you know, rock royalty right there.
2: I wonder how they know each other. But that, yeah, that's Pretty impressive
0: by the way, I got my third song.
2: Okay, what is and
0: it? is after my favorite Super Bowl halftime show. It's Let's Go Crazy by Prince.
2: Oh, excellent!
0: It's like a perfect rock hybrid, rock pop hybrid. So, yeah,
2: those are that's a great combination of, of songs to sing in the gates of heaven. I hope I'm right there with you in my
0: doing in the flash mob oh i'm confident we could even do that um in iceland or once you all come back here it would so, be so fun to have a flash mob <laughs> but what would be your flash mob song that would be my last question of this i'm
2: gonna do the same thing and let for
0: <laughs> <laughs> i also want to add sapphire by bad bunny because that's a bop mm,
2: definitely he's he's a
0: cool dude oh hell yeah I love how he, he he doesn't speak English. He's the biggest star um he's the biggest musician in America. It's just so inspiring. It shows that how good things are changing.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. What song what I do.
0: Hmm. I'm looking at some gasoline of the by
2: Daddy Yankee
0: <laughs> gasoline by Daddy Yankee yes
2: that's yeah, that would be pretty fun.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wow. Um, I, I should have said that. i also going to put Staying Alive by the Bee Gees.
2: Great. Oh, love the Bee Gees.
0: Oh, great. If you haven't seen it on HBO Max, they did a Bee Gees documentary.
2: Ooh, or I would do Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Even though he's, like, getting canceled right now, and I'm, like, totally for that with Free Britney. I don't
0: mm-hmm. know. Definitely Free Britney. Oh,
2: for sure. But, like, fucking Anthem.
0: Oh, yes that was like right when we graduated too and uh yeah. some good guitar lives
2: <laughs> so good don't get tired of it
0: never can never can what about baby one more speaking of Britney what about oops I did it again
2: <laughs> yeah oops I did it again is like my karaoke go to song like <laughs> whenever I'm drunk doing karaoke it's always a Britney song and it's most often oops I did it again you know what I it's baby one more time actually I'm, I always mix up the two I
0: uh did you see Austin Powers 3? Yes. Do you know that? I'd do that opening number, you know, the da da.
2: Yeah. That awesome. Okay. The Austin Powers theme song would be yep. my dance number. 100 percent Oh, it's a good song. But, yeah. The da
0: da. Yeah. The Quitsy Jones hit. Um
2: good.
0: And then there's I also bring up because Britney's in that. And they do a little flash mob themselves, and they're like
2: jumping around together. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: just
2: watched that like a few, like a year or two ago. We just watched all the Austin Powers again, and that's like oh my
0: classics, classics. I understand some of the jokes don't age well, but besides that, classic.
2: Yeah, they were of the time for sure.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Oh man, good times, Aaron.
2: Good times, good
0: times. You're one of the greatest. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and Thank speak with me and catch up. Thank
2: you for having me. It was so nice to have this productive conversation. Do you want to say hi to my cat who just came up? Yes. Yeah.
0: Just in time. What's their yeah. name?
2: This is Moose. He's a boy.
0: A beautiful. And what's up, Moose? I like your collar.
2: He's like a beautiful, beautiful ginger boy. It's Icelandic for mouse. So his name is his mouse, which I think is like adorable.
0: All right. Nice to meet you, Moose.
2: It wasn't my, wasn't my naming. He used to belong to my neighbor, and then he started jumping through my window and like started sleeping with me every night. (laughs) And he just like picked me, and my neighbor was just like, oh, do you want to keep him?
3: Aw,
0: that's so
2: sweet. It was much more uh, (laughs) violent than that, because he claimed that the cat had met his grandson, and then he he was like, Oh, we're gonna either put him down or you can have him. So,
0: yeah, I think that's a fair reason to take that oh, point.
2: Yeah, I rescued him a little bit, or he rescued me. As
0: Aww. A, he <laughs> definitely, we definitely adopt animals if you can.
2: Yes, exactly. Big and
0: message I, today.
2: He's like, oh, He's my favorite boy. He's like such a sweet cat. He's, he's precious. Yeah. That's what we're
0: you always know what you. I have a cat, Larry, and once she sits on your lap, you're stuck for five minutes. You got no choice.
2: Oh, you have to. And then, you <laughs> have to practice.
0: well, well, like I said, Aaron, I'm a big so fan much- of you. Thank you so much. I would love to do this again.
2: I would right love now. to catch up. We should do like a a throwback uh, paw print with with Lauren and Kylie and Nicole
0: i actually thought about that i uh i haven't i haven't really talked to the, either of them in a while but you know nothing hurts from saying hello
2: absolutely
0: i mean it's that's really how weak of it
2: i mean like it's nice to just like live in an era where we can like reconnect with old friends so easily you know exactly i do think i think
0: it could be possible i think it, i think we could pull it off <laughs> Let's make it happen. Oh, definitely. We. I that I I actually legit was thinking about that before it came before it came on. Like this would that would be an awesome reunion, and then the surprise that Carl shows up. I said,
2: "Folks, can you please reach out to him? See, get him to guest star. At least have him for guests on your podcast. I think he he would have a really productive conversation.
0: Oh, if I could pick his brain over the years definitely wow. my my one's from high school I would love to have one with Carl Mr. Sieberg follow me on LinkedIn uh yesterday oddly enough and uh Mr. Couture
3: oh
2: miss Mr. Couture miss him
0: if I could have a Couture Codvo and I was like his tar- like one of his target students to mess around with I had fun yeah. with it too
2: yeah he was great I I there were so many good teachers
0: It really was looking bad. We're very lucky like that.
2: I think, like, it's such a cliche that everyone's like, oh, I would never go back to high school. And I feel like most of the time I feel that way. But sometimes I'm like, life wasn't that bad. And I miss it.
0: Oh, yeah. If I could just go back to go to Carl and tours and, like. Uh, Plus, I remember seeing Seabirds
2: halfway through. I finished, like, all my classes. And I had study hall for half the day. And I was just literally, the amount of free time that I had
0: oh amazing. i just love chilling the paw print and uh in the the paw print room yeah, those backs. I, know.
2: I was always watching netflix in the in the yeah. editor yeah
0: definitely I had, good like, times
2: in a row off and i would just like binge a show on netflix it was, <sighs> it was great hey. i digress oh i couldn't i couldn't talk about the good old days for hours <laughs> Oh, absolutely!
0: And we got to do it again really soon. Whether you coming back on here or we get our an editor reunion, it would definitely be sweet. And yeah. I have that picture of us from prom all together. Uh, that'd be the, that'd be the perfect. That. That'd be the perfect first pick to start uh, it off.
2: Yeah, that was oh, prom. Yeah, good yeah. times.
0: <laughs> good times indeed. But Aaron, like I said, such a big fan of you. Thanks for coming again. Thank for you coming so. on again
2: it was so nice to reconnect with you
0: thank you so much and I'm, ex- I'm i'm looking forward to keeping in touch so
2: yes me too
0: it's gonna be great all right you stay safe say hello to your partner for me and let him know if he wants to collaborate as well
2: i'm excited i'll i can't wait to show him this when it comes out
0: look it's a great great days ahead
2: all right stay safe out there you too see you <laughs>
0: Huge, huge, huge shout out to Aaron Kelly for an incredible appearance. Oh, my. You were amazing, Aaron. Thank you so much for the great vibes. Carl, Carl 2024. And thank you for being you and bringing such a great energy just some reminders everybody don't forget to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and youtube and to check out all our exclusive content regarding this show go to productiveconversationspodcast.com and check out all the things we have to offer from all our podcasts all our videos my blogs my resume and so many more great things regarding this show by checking it out at ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And also, you will see a merchandise store on that website. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle for making it possible. And you don't want to miss... The great things we have to offer there. From t-shirts getting ready for the summer, we sell flip-flop, flip-flops. We sell office supplies, other great apparel for all different seasons. And we have just great things to sell, random things to sell, but amazing things to keep, cherish, and strive with. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. And to get to that merchandise store, just go to Productive ProductiveConversations.com podcast.com slash merchandise or check out the link in the episode description below and don't forget to write the promotion code at checkout every single item has a promo code just notate it copy and paste it put it in the promo code at checkout make it more affordable and live it up and show off the great things you have regarding Productive Conversations podcast merchandise. So we'll be back here on Monday. I will let you know how Saturday Night Live goes. And we have the incredible Joe Yankis to talk with. Oh, my goodness. You want to talk about a podcast with many crazy stories and lots of laughs? This is the show you want to check out. Joseph Yankis is on the Productive Conversations podcast this Monday, and it will follow with a baseball preview show on Thursday. Working with the guests, I have people agreed to do it, so we're setting up logistics now, and we will rock and roll from there. But again, I just want to thank my amazing guest, Aaron Kelly, for an incredible appearance. I want to thank you the greatest listeners and fans in the world for tuning in and making the show possible words can't describe how much I appreciate each and every one of you thank you dearly and I just wanted to let you guys know that you must and please do have an amazing weekend be responsible and keep making us proud as human beings and individuals and with that My name is Matt Brown. I will see you next week. Good night, good luck, and keep doing the right thing. See you next week, everybody. Peace.